Welcome to another episode of Two Peas on a Podcast. Counting down movies, music, TV, and pop culture. One top five at a time. And now, here are the two peas. What's up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Two Peas. As always, thank you so much for joining us. Gerald is here with you, one of the peas, of course. It's a little bit different this week because it's a very, very special episode, and we got a lot of love online for a first-time guest that's joining us this evening. I'm going to introduce her in a second. And then it's also very exciting because we have a frequent guest that comes back every few months and does a fun topic with me. Although it's usually TV related, but this time I have her along for a movie discussion. I'm very excited about that as well. But, you know, normally we do the two peas, but tonight we're three peas. So we're going to be three peas in a pod. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're talking about an amazing actress, an amazing woman. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about how that came to be as well. But let me introduce the other two peas that are along this evening. First time guest, Emily from Tasteless Pod. She's never been on before. How are you, Emily? Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. This is a dream come true. I have been looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know you were saying that on Twitter as well. And I'll just go ahead and real quick give the brief uh, summary of how this kind of came to be. So we have a patron. Her name is Michelle. And she and I let the patrons pick a topic for us. So she immediately was like, I've never heard you talk about Sandra Bullock. Do you love her? And I was like, uh, yes, of course I do. So she was like, well, you should do your top five Sandra Bullock movies. And I, so I threw it out there to the world. And then I want to say like three or four people that I don't even know, Emily, were like, tweeting your name to me and they're like you have to get her to do it she's like in love with, with sandy b so where so where does sandra fall for you is she like your a1 actress or number one and thank michelle really set me up for success here because okay. number one i own every single one of her movies all right i have a custom steel book of her i have a poster of her on the wall it's I might be a security threat to her, but but we've been okay so far. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to see where your list goes because, you know, truth be told, there's some movies that I haven't seen and then there's some that I haven't seen in so long. And I don't know, my list is probably a little out there in terms of what kind of the typical Sandy B list would be. But thank you so much for being here. I'm looking forward to hearing what you bring to the table. Okay. Thanks for being here. And then... A frequent guest, frequent collaborator, an actual friend of mine who lives close by. We've met in person on a few occasions. I've actually been to her new home where she lives. Ashley from Rabbit Ears, which is... That's not at all creepy, by the way. Just returned. <laughs> it's not, right? No. It's totally not well, creepy. It's fine. Uh, I'm sorry. It's fine. You know where in I live. In a friendly way. You know what I mean? No, you brought me coffee, so you're fine. Yeah, you're welcome you, to my house anytime. I brought you coffee, which was a little thing because you brought me Starbucks to my job the first time we met. So I did. This, this friendship just is just blossomed so beautifully. I love it. Kind of like a kind of like a Sandy B movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one, but uh, Ashley, thanks for coming back though. It's how you of doing? Course. You doing good? How's the quarantine going? It's going okay over there? You know, I I think I'm really hitting my stride here because I'm a natural introvert and I'm thinking like I don't know if I'm gonna have a job to go back to when this is over but I'm also like mm -hmm. kind of cool like yeah it's cool Did you unemployment will run out at some point and then I'll be fucked but like for now I just like I've given myself like five manicures two pedicures <laughs> I've like done fun stuff with my dog I've done chores around the house like little projects I've been meaning to get to like we lived here for like two months and I hadn't put anything up on the walls yet so I got all that shit done yeah. Well, that's awesome. So it's like the it's like the bright side, you know. You're looking at the I'm, bright side. I'm. Here. I mean, this is a shitty situation. My dad is 
high at risk because he's over 65 oh. recovering cancer patient immunotherapy my sister's pregnant so like oh, i've man. seen them a few times like standing at a distance at the head, like front of the driveway yelling things at them but like <laughs> that part sucks yeah but it's it, all right it'll be over soon like you said i mean i guess make the best of it's all we can do really you know so i mean when else are we all gonna get this much quality time to spend with our loved ones right like it's you just have to you can't control it so just enjoy it for what it is if you can some people are not in a fortunate situation as some of us are so like i get that right right. i'm blessed right now so holler hashtag blessed all right well ashley thank you for being here it's always a blast when you come back and you admitted to me that you you're kind of two or three deep over there on the old wine coolers or whatever it is you're popping so no i've okay so i've got i never drink (laughs) but i have I picked up at the grocery store because I always get nervous when I podcast. An Arbor Mist <laughs> Strawberry Margarita Wine Cooler is it's the best. Something. Sounds oh man, delicious. am I drunk? No, it's a shitty. It's a shitty print. I think it's like six and a half <laughs> or six percent by volume, so it's not shit. And they're like little tiny six ounce cans. Like I'm one and a half in, but my cheeks feel flushed. So. Emily, Emily, you, uh, what are you guzzling back there? Anything or uh, not? I record in a closet, and there's not enough room for a cup. <laughs> If I brought That's a fair. cup in here, it would be a situation, but I have a, an old milkshake waiting for me when I'm done with this. That's fair. Hopefully you kept it in the fridge though, right? It's still being, yeah. still chilled, yes. I hope. Okay, good. All right. Well, let's talk about Sandra Bullock, guys. So we're doing our top five Sandra Bullock movies. Very excited. I mean, she's the girl next door. I've always loved her. I've had a little bit of a thing for her. Uh, Ashley knows me really well, and I have a what do you creepy Gerald, I guess, kind of floating around out there in the Twitterverse. Hashtag creepy Gerald. But <laughs> maybe Emily will help me out a little bit because I don't have a poster over on my wall, so I don't know. Maybe you could take a little bit of that away from me. But what do you guys think, oh. Emily? Emily, you, I know you're a super fan. So was this list kind of excruciating for you, or did did your five come to you right away? It was hard because I had been, I made it a project to watch every single one of her movies within the last couple of years. And I ranked them on Letterboxd. But when I put together this list, I didn't go based on like an objective Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't go even, I didn't even go based on like, these are my top five just favorites. I tried to do more of like Desert Island. If I could only have five, I don't want five rom-coms. Okay, I got you. I want a little bit more of a mix because that was the only way I could narrow it down. Yeah, but my- I did have to call in support and call my mom, who's a huge fan, and be like, "Okay, I think I'm gonna go with these five. But if honorable mentions are these, what can I leave off?" And she was like, "No, no, no, you can't leave that one <laughs> right. off. It gets tough. It really does. I I had about 15 to start with, and I whittled mine down to 10. But it it, it was tough." For me, it was for me it was rewatchability, and and Ashley yes. will tell you. But when I do these lists, it's always like my five personal favorites from whatever the category may be. But re- mm-hmm. rewatchability was a big factor for me. What about you, Ashley? Was your list kind of easier to come up with or difficult? Dude, my list. I I went ahead in my little cell phone thing and made numbered one to ten, and like looked through her IMDb and started filling things in at the random slots, and it all fucking layered. It was perfect. I had to do like one, maybe two switcheroos, but like it was legit. Five minutes done. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Boom, 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 boom. Well, I'm excited, guys. Uh, If you guys are ready, I'm going to let Emily go first, and she's the first timer and the super fan. So I feel like, you know, you're going to be able to school all of us on on Sandy B here. Five, four, three, two, one. And here we go. So, Emily, why don't you get us started? What's your number five? My number five, I think as I debated, I had my top three pretty well nailed down. And four, I was like, this makes sense. But for five, it could have been several different ones. I just decided I had a different movie in the slot yesterday and the day before. I needed Demolition Man. Okay. I just had to put it on there. It's fun. I am on eBay watching multiple shirts that are a Taco Bell Demolition Man combo promo shirt. (laughs) That I will buy one day. Right. <laughs> it's That's... action. It's funny. It just makes me feel good to watch Demolition Man. It's a good one. It's one that I haven't seen in too long, so it didn't make my list. But I remember her just being just way over the top cute in that movie. Just a great comic relief. She was hilarious in that. And the Taco Bell is a great running joke in that movie, too. Ashley, you cool with Demolition Man? Yeah, I, I think so. I started watching it at one point for one of the drafts that we were doing on So I Married a Movie Geek and I don't think I finished it. Yeah, she's To be honest. You should. It's yeah, it's, it's a it, lot. It's, it's it was I you have to be in the right headspace to, for that movie. And I don't think I was when I put it on. Yeah. 
Well, it's, it's great. <laughs> I th- I'm telling you what, though, the three seashells are making a comeback right now in this quarantine time. <laughs> if only we knew what to do with them. I know. <laughs> I understand two. I don't understand a third. <laughs> I mean, so, oh, never mind. I'm not going to go there. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, what path are we going down here? All right, Ashley. It's, I'm gonna, Ashley, I'm going to let you go next. So I'm guessing Demolition Man didn't crack your list, but what's your top? What's your number five? My number five is one that my sister and I watched all the time when I was growing up. And it holds, like, I haven't seen it probably in 15 years. But when I think about it, it makes me really happy. And it's Love Potion number nine mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Tate Donovan. That movie is just, it's ridiculous, but she's so cute and charming. And like when she has her little makeover, it's so cute. Like I love a Sandy B makeover. She's yes. just, she plays nerdy and unattractive super well, but then she's also a total fucking like glamour puss and can act like she has no idea how gorgeous she is. So right. I love that movie. I agree with I that. How do you feel about this? I didn't. Yeah. I, I I can't believe I didn't put that on my list. I'm so <gasps> devastated right now. But you're going to say <laughs> that for so every good. one of them, though, right? But this one in particular, I think I've only seen once, and it was like eight or nine years ago. But you're right. Like, I just think of it. I'm like, oh, I'm happy thinking about that. And Tate Donovan got a I lot know. of women back in the day. Yeah. He did. And, it, and then he had that appearance on Friends where Rachel had a huge crush on him. He was like pop or like top fuckability in yeah. the 90s, for sure. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, it's up to my number five, guys. And my list is not really fun. I like it. It's not the fun Sandy B. I've got one, arguably a second one that would be considered kind of like fun Sandy B. But mine's more of a serious top five. And these are movies I just love. So my number five is what won her the Academy Award. It's The Blind Side is is my number five. I'm not cutting. I'm just asking. Let me tell you something, all right? We have been sitting around here for over an hour, and when I look around and all I see are people shooting the bull and drinking coffee. Who runs this place? Well, I'd have it in shape in two days, I can tell you that. I bet you would. How can I help you? Oh, he was first. No, you go ahead. I think I want to hear this. Me too. I do not appreciate the attitude. Ma'am, now you can tell me what you want. I can make sure you wait here all day. Now, how can I help you? I would like to become a legal guardian. Lord, help that child. I uh, I mean, her performance was just incredible. I mean, she was so well-deserving of the Oscar that year, playing the, the Leanne mother figure to Michael Orr, who was also kind of cool, kind of a local connection. I mean, Ashley probably knows, but I'm a huge football fan. And he actually, yes. he actually played for my local NFL team, the Carolina Panthers, for about four or five years. So I knew him in pop culture really well, too. And then to kind of see his story where he kind of came, you know, basically from homelessness on the streets and her character in the movie, along with Tim McGraw's character, you know, foster him and raise him and kind of help him turn his life around. So it's a really cool like sports movie, but it's also a really cool kind of like underdog story. And I just think her acting in that movie, I mean, she really showed us what she can do from a dramatic acting standpoint in that movie, I thought. So, and it's a mature Sandra Bullock, you know, it's much more different than anything we'd seen up to that point, in my opinion. So I love The Blind Side. It's my number five. What do you guys think? I'm that's, down with it. Yeah, that's the only sports movie I care about. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, as an insane person, I think of that movie and I think of her giving her Oscar speech and then us about how much she loved Jesse James and then us finding out he's a Nazi. Oh, yeah. And a fucking adulterer. Jesus. And an adulterer with other how Nazis. Cheat? How do you cheat on Sandra fucking Bullock? Yeah, like, not good. Not good. Insane. What kind of a sociopath does that? He should have been sent to jail because it should have been clear that something was wrong with him. Very much so. Yeah, I had forgotten about that, Emily, until you just said that. But yeah, that that was a... Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for ruining my pick, but that was my number, there you go. <laughs> that was my number five. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, Emily, you're up next. What's your number four, huh? Number four, it is one that touches my heart, much like Love Potion number nine, Practical Magic. Yeah. It just, it's... It's kind of a little bit darker for her. It's like a gothic, horror-y, southern-type piece. But Nicole Kidman, Lime in the Coconut, which you guys talked about on a recent episode because it's such a good scene. I will YouTube mm-hmm. them dancing to Lime in the Coconut. I've seen that my, many times and not seen the movie in years. Hell yeah. I sing that, I mean, back when I used to work. I would sing that a lot at work. 
I don't know why. Guys, am I allowed? I'm I, am, am, am I allowed to talk about how hot she is? Are you guys okay with that? Is, is yeah, that cool? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, she is like super hot in this movie. Uh, this yes. one, this one just missed my top five. I think it's coming up on my honorable mentions, but uh, I, I love this one, and I also love Nicole Kidman, just her career as an actress as well. So, I think this yeah. is I think this is a great pick, and she's. There's one movie that I think Sandy B was a little bit hotter in that I'm going to talk about later, but this Ooh. this was her peak hotness in my opinion. Peak uh, her hotness and peak like Nicole Kidman redhead hotness. True. Her hair was so pretty; it was so long. I wanted so badly to have the patience to grow my hair that long after seeing this movie. <laughs> yes, and they just and they were, but it was kind of like I remember watching it as a kid and being like, "Should I be watching this?" Because it was a little bit dark. Right. And a little scary. bit sexy too. It was yeah. sexy. Yeah, I actually yeah. was looking when I was researching for this a couple days ago, and I was like, it was, I remember being surprised when I saw that it was PG thirteen because my memory of it was like it was a little too risque to be PG thirteen. Yes. I mean, Gerald, didn't you just show your kid Titanic? I did. I did. But in fairness, we, I well, let me let me back up here. <laughs> I had planned on skipping the scene where Jack draws Rose nude mm-hmm. right and my wife's like no 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 just cover his eyes it's okay and so she she was covering his eyes and he peeked so I mean course, it's, yeah. uh, you know of course he peeked I mean, he's a six year old dude this almost is, might be his first fucking memory when he gets older this because like you know I can't remember much past like oh. seven or whatever but like no he doubt this will be no in fact he said after that he goes because his mom was kind of upset that he peeked and he's like don't worry I'll forget about it I'm like bro you are never forgetting <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Like, buckle up. This is attached to you forever. Now he's a boob man. You just made that happen. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Practical Magic, Emily's number four. Ashley, what is your number four? My number four, people might say it's a little bit low, but for me, Miss Congeniality is my number four. You think I'm gorgeous? What? I don't think you're gorgeous. You think I'm gorgeous? You want to kiss me? You want to hug me? I think McDonald is more feminine. I'd rather kiss him. You want to love me? You want to hug me? You want to smooch me? You want to... Enjoy the rest of your night. Love it. This movie's super cute, super rewatchable. Like, very quotable, and I really, really like it, but there's three other ones that I like a little bit more. Well, spoiler alert, it's my number four as well, <gasps> so we can oh. gush over it. I just rewatched it today because I hadn't seen it in probably five or six years, and it's still just as charming. It's a little outdated. Uh, it's a little... Yeah. It's yeah. Missing, it's, it's, mi- it's missing some of the feminism piece, I guess, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I mean, if you look at it in the time that it came out and kind of the lighthearted um, intent, then you're OK. And she's amazing in it. I mean, just kind of going from that tomboy persona to just this really just hot, like beauty pageant star, you know, and she plays both roles in the same movie. And uh, she's really funny in it and really charming. And um, I think Michael Caine's hilarious in it, too. He plays like her, you know, kind of trainer, I guess. And he's kind of like co- and Murphy Brown's her. a villain. Murphy Brown's a villain. Yeah. But it's also my number four. How do you feel about this one, Emily? Or or is it coming up for you, too? It'll be coming up, and here's a little hint. My cat's name is Gracie Lou Freebush. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right. I got you. I'll let you talk about it when it comes up on your list, then. But uh, I just rewatched it today. I love this movie. So me and Ashley have crossover on our number fours is Miss Congeniality. Great film. Uh, Back around to Emily, then. So you're up next. What's your number three? My three and two is one that I changed after discussing with my mom what should go where. So... Three is now 28 Days, which is good one. perhaps my most favorite of her more dramatic movies. I love like things like The Blind Side of Her, what she deservedly won the Oscar, but 28 Days still has a little bit of that humor mm-hmm. while still being like, it's, it's sad. She's in rehab because she was an alcoholic and she <laughs> did a lot of bad things. And I remember also as a child being like, I'm too young to be watching this and then catching it later and thinking it was so funny. Like she just can find humor in these 
little moments. Yeah. 28 days. Yeah, you're right. I mean, what I was going to say about it is it had a very serious message, but it was kind of delivered in kind of a weird, weirdly fun way, you know, Uh, because the subject matter is not really fun, but it was still kind of a fun watch. This one's also in my honorable mentions. It didn't make my top five. Ashley, have you seen 28 days? I have. It's probably been a hot minute. Yeah. Like 15. No, probably close to 20 years. Oh my god, I'm old. <laughs> it's a good flick, guys. Though. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good I love, uh, I love Steve Buscemi in that too. He's got. It's, I mean, and Alan Tudyk with that accent. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was Mortensen. gonna say. I remembered him. Yeah, Elizabeth Perkins is in there. Yeah, that's yes, a, great cast. Great cast. Good movie. I don't remember the director on that one though, but um, oh, it's Betty Thomas. So it was a female director, which oh. makes sense. Two thousand, yeah. that came out. Wow, I can't believe it's been twenty years since that came out. That's crazy. Uh, 28 Days, your number three. Good pick. It's also in my honorable mentions. So far, you're hitting all my honorable mentions, Emily. So no crossover <laughs> in our top five yet with the super fan. I don't know. That concerns me. Ashley, uh, are we going to have more crossover? What's your number three? Kind of, because you already mentioned it. It's The Blind Side. Oh, okay. So nice. This movie is the only one on my list that like gets me in the feels every time. Like If I think about too much of this movie, like I get a little... like lump in my throat and I start like crying and it's just it's it's I would watch this movie my top three if I came across them on cable I would keep on and like watch whenever they're on so like this is an infinitely rewatchable movie it's really good mm -hmm. I just like it it's good I said it's good so many times oh my god but I think (laughs) it's too much alcohol it's good though it's good though (laughs) it's so good let me think of another fucking adjective Jesus well let me ask I mean you're not ironically you're not a sports fan though right no I'm not but so sports movies that I like tend to be more about story than sports so like Dan will listen to this and kill me but like Miracle was a little too much about the sport oh lord I I I mean I also was not I was not in the right like mind state to be watching I just watched it because like I was bored and he suggested I was like okay I'm not doing anything better but like I was not into it I paused it like 15 times so like that's on me I got you I got you and Emily you mentioned before you're not into sports at all either right I'm not. This is in my honorable mentions because I recognize what an important career highlight it is for her. I would right. love for a blonde Southern Sandy B to like be my mom and raise me. Absolutely. But but it's not one that I'm going to pick out of my DVD shelf and put on, even though I do think it's a good movie. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, obviously, I agree with it. Actually, more crossover for, for you and I. So I know. We don't usually do this. I know. It's kind of weird. I'm worried. Right, so, my, so my number three might be the film that a lot of people would say, you know, thrust her into fame. I mean, made her like a superstar, so to speak. Oh, man. She was doing stuff before this, but this was the movie that made her a household name. It's Speed is my number three. Uh, Obviously, a uh, Keanu-led film, but she has a great supporting role in it, and she's the girl next door in this this movie. She's kind of kick-ass, and she's kind of just so much just as much a hero as he is in this movie uh yeah. kind of like his sidekick almost and they're just kind of taking care of business it's very intense dennis hopper gives a great performance in this movie as well as the villain and it's 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 thrilling it's a really a thrill ride you know the sequel she was in but the sequel is kind of a piece Ooh. of shit <laughs> um, sequel. but it's uh tough. this one is one of the all-time great kind of like just just action movies and uh it's senseless fun but she's cute in it she's a a heroine in it and i I love it i think it's one of my favorite movies to come out of the 90s so speed is my number three you guys cool with that yeah speed i haven't seen in probably (gasps) 10 years i've seen it i've seen i've seen it probably not in 10 years what i have watched a ton of recently are all of the cute behind the scenes videos of her and keanu because i feel like we just recently relearned in the last two years that keanu reeves is a delight Mm -hmm. and so everybody was like digging up old clips of him yeah and they are so funny together so i've watched that a lot but haven't watched the movie recent enough for it to to get it's on my honorable mentions oh okay yeah i love speed It's, it's a good time it's just like a it's just a fun action movie just intense you know and dennis hopper like I said, is amazing. And Jeff Daniels has got a really cool um, supporting role in, in the film. And I'm a big Keanu fan, too. So to have Keanu and Sandy B in the same movie is like a dream come true. And then uh, I don't know, but like in a weird way, I think of Sandra Bullock kind of like from an arc perspective as kind of like almost like the female Keanu. Like they're kind of both just so likable and they kind of follow a similar narrative throughout their careers where they sprinkle in these rom-coms, but they can do action. They can do drama. So I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird kind of symmetry there, but uh, but Speed brought them together, and I thought it was a great film. So that's my number three. 
And we are up to our runner-ups. Not as much crossover as I thought, to be honest. I gotta be honest, I thought we'd have more. But Emily, what, I'm, I'm excited to see what you got here. So what's your number two? Number two, I had to go with the heart. And so I had to go two weeks notice because right. it just makes me so happy. Hugh Grant, I think, is one of the kings of rom-coms. Them together, they're, they're just, their charm. I th- I'd never thought about her symmetry with Keanu, and I think you're dead on. I think she shares a lot of that kind of bumbling charm of Hugh Grant as well, and that they worked really well together. Like, they were kind of like a Lucy and Ricky with the gender swap. <laughs> right. And I just, I just remember watching this movie like 30 times as a kid, and so it just really, <laughs> It holds up. This is a, a this is hey this is a blind side for me. This is a, a blind spot for me. I've never seen this one. Actually, you seen two weeks notice? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, two weeks notice I, I is never, adorable. Yeah, I probably should have seen it. I saw it when I was doing my research, and I remember when it came out. I just I never caught it. Don't be mad at me, Emily. It's on my to do list though. Look, it's exactly what you think it's going to be, but with yeah. two people who are at the top of their games for this genre. Like, okay. it's the best of the best of, like, a, just a feel-good two people falling in love and dropping things. <laughs> okay, well, I, you know, I'm excited to see it. I, I want to see it. And when it came up on some list when I was doing some research, I was like, man, I can't believe it. Like I said, there was about three or four that I haven't seen. And I was kind of yeah. like, crap, I haven't seen those. So this is one of them. And that you put it so high on your list, that's high praise, too, as your runner-up. So. Two weeks now. notice. I like it. All right. Ashley, what's your runner up? Are we crossing over again? Tell me what's going yeah, on. Yeah, dog. I was, you were bitching about fucking lack of crossover. And yeah. I'm sitting here. You and I are back and forth. I've got speed as my number two. I All think right. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Speed it's, is the shit. Yeah. Tell it's us. so good. It is. I don't have anything else to say, but I could watch. I literally, I think less than a year oh, ago, I watched this again because I don't think Dan had seen it. And so like it was on cable, I think when we were having one of our little hotel rendezvous and we just Ooh. sat and watched it. I mean, long speed. distance relationship, halfway. <laughs> we watch Speed. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame you. So is Speed Two next on your list? <laughs> no, I've, I saw Speed Two in theaters. That was quite enough. Really? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I am furious because I ordered a Speed Two hat off of eBay that's for all sizes, and it's too small for my head. Oh my god! And it's a terrible movie. It's, yeah. but it's kind of awesomely terrible. Like to see Willem Dafoe going like full out crazy villain, and a then Jason Patrick ship. being. Yeah, and then Jason Patrick is the most cardboard, boring human being, and I think they were dating in real life at the time. It was just like, it was so painful to watch. And then the cruise ship, like, plows into land. It's, man, that's fucking terrible. We can't stop this cruise ship from hitting the shore. (laughs) It doesn't matter the same stakes. (laughs) And they came barreling through. Oh, man, it's bad. Wow. Fucking speed, too. Cruise control. Yeah, I never revisited that. Don't. No. Yeah, I never revisited it. It's an atrocity. It. it really was. And I was like, wow, this is disappointing. But, well, the original. So, actually, we're all over the place crossing over here. I like it. I know. I, I'm okay with that. We're two pieces on a pod. See what we did there? Oh. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, my top two are serious dark films, guys. Um, my number two is a film that also is from the 90s. It came out in 96 uh, by Joel Schumacher. It's A Time to Kill is my number two. Okay. I've never oh. seen this one. And this is when I think she was her hottest in this movie. Ooh. I feel like you're waning this right now. Just uh, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top five levels of hotness for Sandy B. Yeah. Um, I am going to have to revisit it just to look at her looks. Yeah. She had the jet black hair it. and she wore like, I think I want to say she had the same outfit on the whole movie because it was like over a couple days, you know, but it was like a pair of like black jeans and a white. Uh, wife beater and that was all she wore like the whole movie and it was really hot because it was in uh, I want to say it was in the deep south and it was in the summer yeah. so she was like sweaty the whole time oh yeah dude <laughs> okay this is getting yeah, too creepy I'll stop here right now <laughs> I'll stop here right she's hot in that right yeah dude and it's not a wife beater it's a spaghetti string camisole there you go was even, so it's even, even better less even less material mm-hmm. so uh, yeah so you've got Samuel L. Jackson this is also a really important movie too because it uh, dealt with race and race relations, and it was it was it had Kevin Spacey in it, which is eh, whatever. But if you can kind of like chalk that off for what it for what it is, I mean, it's a great movie with a great cast. I love Charles S. Dutton in this movie. He plays like the local sheriff in the in the film, and he does a really good job. Matthew McConaughey. I mean, really at the yeah. really at the early stages of his career. I mean, he'd only been around for a couple of years when this came out, and he's the lead in this film and just does an amazing job. But this is a really important movie. It's a really, 
it's not it's not a tough watch it's tough subject matter but it's not a tough watch because the acting performances are so powerhouse in it and she's got a little bit of a you know secondary role and i'm sure you guys remember or you said you never saw it right ashley nope okay well i don't want to spoil anything then but her (laughs) in the movie her character kind of goes away for a little bit for like you know a certain act in the film when she's not in the movie but when she is in the movie she steals every scene she's in like I said, she's very beautiful uh, to look at in this film, so that helps as well. But I love A Time to Kill. I revisit this one often, too, which is weird because it's kind of a dark uh, dark subject matter. But it was written by John Grisham. It's from a John Grisham novel, so he kind of you know is known for those kind of courtroom dramas, which is really what this is at its core. But you got McConaughey, you got a young Bullock. I mean, it's, it's a great movie. So, Emily, I would say check it out or revisit it because it's, it's awesome. And, Ashley, you need to check it out. I got time. <laughs> you do. You do. I, have got, time. I got a time to kill. Hey, I <laughs> oh, see. Fuck me. Somebody come kill me I right now. I see what you did there. No, that was good. Gotten dark. No, that was good. Oh, God. All right. So that's my number two. And uh, clearly not a crossover with you guys. Emily, are you ready? Hi, Emily. I, I mean, I, feel I know like Emily what and it I is. Have the same number one. No, because no. I know what hers is because yep. she told us her dog's oh. name, right? Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's miscongeniality. Sure it Here's, is. Here's the thing. Yeah, my cast name is Gracie Lou Freebush. Um, I feel like if I met Sandra Bullock, that would be a real point of bonding for us. Um, but that's not why I named her that. I'm not a full on psycho. <laughs> but I just, I think Miss Congeniality, you're totally dead on that. You watch it now and you're like, oh, no, this is not PC. Right. The guy that she likes only likes her when she gets quote unquote hot. Yeah. But ignoring kind of that romantic ending relationship, because, you know, if you follow up with Miss Congeniality 2, it kicks off with him having dumped her because she's gone back to, like, not brushing her hair. Right. So, Which is also problematic. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. But the movie, I think, really highlights the type of humor she does well, which is this humor that we don't see as much anymore because it's not super G-rated, but it's not super edgy. It's somewhere in between, like the littlest bit of edge. Mm-hmm. And I I can't think of anyone else who pulls that off as well as she does. And I think it's why I can just watch this a million times and never get sick of it because she's she has the physical humor. She has her delivery. She has like her little song she sings. Mm-hmm. And and I think you could watch it with someone that's 80 and you could watch it with someone that's four and everyone would have a good time. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's very it's a very universal flick. I mean, it, you know, the PC stuff notwithstanding. I mean, if yeah. you if you can kind of turn a blind eye to that, you know, like the scene when they're all putting or they're putting the bathing suits on the bodies of all the agents you remember that yes, and they're like basically would... standing around like oh she's not hot enough and like you know yeah. <laughs> so it's a there little some... outdated in that way but there's stuff in there that's so tough but then there's stuff that just sticks with me like when she goes and orders a pint and it's a pint of ben and jerry's like all <laughs> right. these dumb jokes her and michael right. kane are perfect candace yeah. bergen yeah i mean ernie hudson yeah so uh, good yeah it's just is so, william shatner yeah it's just phenomenal i, I love I, how william shatner's still doing the whole emceeing at the end when the place is like <laughs> being attacked or whatever he's yeah, still he's, doing his announcing gig you know there's something about it I just find very comforting and I still laugh. I don't know. Well, look, not to be on the shallow side with those other dudes in the FBI, but I mean, come on. When she comes out of the hangar after her makeover in the in the purple dress or whatever, forget, yeah. forget it, dude. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, right? Okay, sorry, guys. She's per- she's perfect. <laughs> All those other people were disgusting compared to her. All those other beauty contestants. Ashley's probably like, Gerald, you're going to get arrested. <laughs> okay, so Miss Congeniality. So we did finally have some crossover, Emily, so that's good. So that's... That's your, that was your number one. That was me and Ashley's number four. So we're all in agreement there. Ashley, you're up. What is your top spot for Sandy B? What do you got? I can't believe this movie hasn't been <gasps> mentioned yet. And I'm hoping, Gerald, that it's your number one because the proposal is fucking hilarious. Ooh, it's Betty White, Betty White, Ryan Reynolds, and Sandra Bullock. The fucking Little John song with Betty White and her around the fire is fucking hilarious. You get Oscar from The Office like being creepery as fuck. Now you. Me what? Chat. Chat what? Chat, whatever comes to you, it is the way. But I don't, I don't know any chat. Well, the trees. Use your vowels. E, O, O, E. Yes. Chat. Chat. E. To the universe. Universe. Ah. Universe. Yes. To the crazy. Yes. To the window. Yes. Window. Yes. Wall. Wall. 
Just swept it down my balls. Oh, you bitches. Louder! To the window. To the window. To the walls. To the walls. The sweat dripped down my balls. All you bitches crawl. All you see for the. All you see go bam. To the window. To the wall. The sweat dripped down my balls. All you bitches crawl. Chant from the heart. Balls. That's what can be your heart. You know, it uh, went, went with the beat. This movie just makes me laugh infinitely. I fucking love it. That's all. It's, a it's good, so proposal. good. Here's the reason. It went on my honorable mentions because I decided I could either have that or I could have two weeks notice because I think they're kind Similar. of the same category. And so I decided to go with the one that was close to my heart. But I, rem- I saw the proposal at theaters twice. The proposal's freaking amazing. It's, Whoa, it might be a reach. It's really funny. No, it's great. It's great. It's in my honorables also. It's 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 awesome. And like you already alluded to, so many great, like just A list actors in this movie too. And she's leading yeah. she's leading the way there. And I love Ryan Reynolds. I've always been a big fan of his. And this was before yeah, he really like blew up, blew up, you know what I mean? He was still yeah. he's peak smart ass. She's like really kind of a bitch which we're not used to seeing Sandra Bullock be a bitch it's just and then Betty White is pretending to be absent-minded but she really knows what's going on like it's just great yeah. Mary Steenburgen's in there for some yes. reason mm-hmm. isn't the girl that he is in love or that was in love with him is that Malin Ackerman it is yep. yeah that's okay. right yeah yep. what a great like weird group <laughs> I know everybody pre except for Sandra Bullock and Betty White everybody pre before they blew up yeah. Yeah, really, yeah. Oh, well, good yeah. pick, good pick. It's in my honorable mentions as well. Uh, don't be mad at me, but my number one, I mean, guys, pulse. Pa- let me let me just, you'll, you'll, you, you'll know what it is, okay? It's also a very recent film of hers. I want to say it came out about five uh, or six years okay. ago. Yeah, yeah, so, But, I, know. I mean, let me just tell you, okay? I, what if my, probably my biggest fear, except for maybe spiders, in the world is like floating in space, like I can't. Lying, dude. Like there's nothing. Like if you're, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing coming to help you. It's like space and the ocean are the two things. Like I don't want to be abandoned in those spots. Okay. Yeah. And gravity really brings you there. It puts you in that situation. Uh, George Clooney, Sandy B are really the two people carrying this. There's a great supporting role by Ed Harris as well. But I mean, it's basically a movie about them being lost in space uh, due to a collision that happens on a space station that they're working on. Copy, explore, prep airlock. Airlock engaged, ready to receive. Houston, elaborate. Debris from the missile strike has caused a chain reaction, hitting other satellites and creating new debris. Traveling faster than a high-speed bullet up towards your altitude. Now copy. Copy all. Put a bow on it, Dr. Stone. I can't. The board is still initializing. I'm not going to ask you again. One second. Not one second, now. Shut it down. That's an order. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm done, I'm done. Kowalski, initiate emergency disconnect from the Hubble. All right, Sharif, let's do this. Roger, Houston, update? Well, we have a full-on chain reaction. It's been confirmed that it's the unintentional side effect of the Russians striking one of their own satellites. They shot down their own satellite? Right at disposal. Most likely a spy sat gone bad. Now it's shrapnel. Explore ready to disengage HST. Locks releasing in three, two, one. Explorer, new data coming through. What's the blowback, Houston? It's not good. Most of our systems are gone. Debris chain reaction is out of control and rapidly expanding. Multiple satellites are down and they keep on falling. To find multiple satellites? Most of them are gone. Telecommunication systems are dead. Expect a communication blackout at any moment. Kowalski, visual of debris, 9 o'clock. Half of North America just lost their Facebook. Explorer, repeat. Expect a communication blackout at any moment. Copy that, Houston. 
explore. This is Kowalski confirming visual contact with debris. Debris is from a BSE sat. Repeat, I have Dr. Stone requesting faster transport. We have to go, we have to go, go, go. Kennedy reports meteorological conditions. No, go. Houston, Explorer, copy. Explorer, Dr. Stone requesting faster transport to Bay Area. Explorer, do you copy? Explorer, permission to retrieve Dr. Stone. You're go for Alfonso Cuaron, who's an amazing filmmaker, and I saw this in IMAX when I saw it in the theater like five years ago. Guys, <laughs> I mean, my pulse was like racing the entire time because of the just immersive way that this movie was shot, and it puts you in that very frightening scenario. So gravity uh, just gave me so much more feelings than anything I've ever seen with with Sandra Bullock in it. I just it was just a rush of adrenaline for an hour and a half and and I've revisited it. I've watched it I've watched it at home. I went back to see it in a the theater, not in IMAX. I saw it on the regular screen. Just an amazing film. Uh and it's very frightening. It's very pulse pounding. And she's awesome in it. I mean, she gives a great, in my opinion, a great acting performance in this film as well. Um, kind of capturing because she's a she's a scientist. She's not an astronaut. And you guys know, right. you know. So she's out there dealing with these elements that she has no idea what she's doing. So it's not like she's a trained astronaut. So you kind of you get that through her performance. And I absolutely love gravity, so that's why it's my number one. Uh what do you guys think about this one? Ashley, you seen gravity? I saw it once in theaters. Yeah. I'm not huge into like space movies and it was kind of like a one woman act thing. So like for me, it was hard to like get into it a lot. Mm. But like I could see where the appeal would be for people who like, you know, those kind of like master class and acting. Type, that, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Emily, Emily it's, 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 I get it. Emily, where's this fall for you? I'm going to, okay, two things were working against this movie, neither of which is movie's fault. I saw it in theaters with a friend who made me go see it at a dine-in theater. Mm. You know what's not fun? The beauty of space while someone's crunching down a nachos and a chicken wing, okay? <laughs> so I was so mad the entire time I watched it. Also, my offensive problem with this movie, don't care for that haircut. No, it was bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I know yeah. it was a space haircut. I <laughs> But space haircut. Just, it, it, that again is also like the kind of movie that I like Bird Box where I'm like, I don't need to feel stressed out for two hours. I get it. Right. I'm good. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't need that in my life either. I understand that, ladies. And that's, you know, Ashley knows I'm a big horror fanatic. So I'm not saying this is a horror film, but it definitely has some frightening elements to it. And it, it is scary, you know, especially for somebody that fears the unknown like I do, you know. So I don't know. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Bird Box. You just mentioned that one. And I know that one also has horror elements. But I don't know. It's just, Curon is such a great filmmaker and he just really, I don't know, he really put me in that world, you know? And it, and it really, right. it really fucked with me for 90 minutes, you know? And I love Sandra Bullock too, on top of that. So I, I'm I, glad I loved you it. brought it up yeah. because I hadn't been thinking about it. And then you said it and I was like, oh, I didn't think about gravity at all during my ranking. Oh no, did I make a mistake? And then I was like, no, no, okay, I have my own problems with it. It's fine. Yeah. But I'm glad that it was your number one. That's a respectable choice. The proposal, like these are all, I'm feeling good about the choices that have been made. Yeah, we did good. And I'm really excited. Me and Ashley has much crossover as we, she's, she's been on like 10 times. We've crossed over like twice. <laughs> I mean, we never cross over. If that, dude, yeah. like almost never. Yeah. Sandy is bringing people together. She is. <laughs> what poster do you have on your wall, Emily? I have a Miss Congeniality, and then I have Perfect. like a Rolling Stone that was signed maybe from eBay. Who knows? Perfect. I also have one of those someone gave me for this past Christmas, one of those like prayer candles that has her face on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So. Well, don't fire that up in the closet when you're in there. Be careful. <laughs> All right, so let's go through our honorable mentions, guys, and then we'll head over to social media and see what the fans had to say. Emily, what were your honorables this evening? I have the proposal. I love it so much. I only didn't put it because of two weeks' notice. I have, I have Ocean's Eight because okay. I was that was like kind of the first big Sandra Bullock room movie I remember coming out when I was already a massive fan of hers, and I was like, oh, I'm going to see it in theaters. Like I bought my tickets early to some Dolby screening that came with a pen that had a fake diamond on the end. Mm -hmm. You know, like a fan fan event. It's like ten dollars more, and they're like, here's fifty cents of plastic. <laughs> I just was so excited. I love her. I love that movie, but I was like. Oh, there's too many other people in this movie for it to be my favorite Sandy movie. Right, no, I get it. So it got demoted. I have 
the blind side, I have forces of nature, which, Mm -hmm. ooh, that's an interesting reaction because it is a movie that you're like, is this upsetting? But it was another one I watched a lot as a kid. There's a lot of rain in the movie. I think they filmed it in Savannah. I'm from Georgia. And I just remember watching it like with my mom when it was raining and being like, oh, look at these two. And things don't go well. But that movie gives me like a visceral feeling of comfort. But that's not a fun movie to pop in. Actually, you... That movie fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> totally fair because it's it's tough stuff. But I just like I just remember the rain and them going into the store to get out of the rain. And then for an honorable mention, I put an important film that no one has seen yeah. that I had to get from the UK. Wow! On eBay, called the Bionic Showdown: The Six Million Dollar Man versus the Bionic <laughs> Woman. What? And it was something they basically tried to do kind of a pilot where the bionic man or the bionic woman and six million dollar man come together and they like somebody uses their powers on sandra bullock who is a bound to a wheelchair and now she can run and she becomes bionic what the fuck one of her first movies and she's (laughs) so young and whenever she runs it's a sound like whoosh 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 and she goes flying into the air just like whoosh 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 and she's like 20 years old and it just i i have watched in watching all of her movies i've tried to watch all of nicole kidman's and all of naomi watts's and i have watched some bad movies and then i found some things where i've been like you know what i'm glad i came across this and i am glad that i have seen the bionic showdown it was supposed to be like a pilot for a show that never went anywhere i wonder why probably good (laughs) probably good for sandy who was also, if anyone has info on finding the working girl pilot she was in that no one has access to. I've been working on that. She would be great Dude. on TV, wouldn't she, Ashley? She oh. would be, she would yes. kill it. I I'm mean. telling you, though, I think I just found uh, a contestant for B-Movie Saturday tomorrow night. Mm. The Bionic Showdown, like yeah. I'm going to make Dan it sounds find like, it. Yeah, it sounds like a definitely Woo. contender. All right, so that that was it for your audibles. Yeah, Emily? That was it. All right, Ashley, what were your... I'm assuming you did six through ten because you're on the piece. I did. It's right. tradition in my house. Yes. Um, so number six was two weeks notice. Um, number seven was one... Okay, so seven, eight, and nine were ones that my sister and I watched at infinitum or however Dan's going to get on me because I said that wrong. Whatever. I've seen it a million times. So number seven is while you were sleeping. Yep. Yes. Number eight is the net. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> the net is so bad. It's great. so fucking great. Yeah. Um, number nine is practical magic and number 10 is gravity. Oh, nice. Oh. Thank you. We have more crossover, Ashley. So here's rounding out my top 10. My number All six right. is a movie that no one's mentioned yet, though. Uh, and I love it. Also goes back to the '90s, the year I graduated high school. Uh, the thing called love, guys. Yes, with, you know uh, what? That was she has such a little role. I in know. That movie. I like that movie know, though, but it's but just a little itty build. bitty Sandy. That's why she. I, I didn't include that one a because I haven't seen it in like forever. But b, I don't remember her very much from that movie. Yeah. What were you gonna say about it, Emily? Uh, that one is. That's the River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. The River yep. Phoenix yep. is the country that- music one. Yep. And yeah. Dur- and Dermot Mulroney or. Yeah, Dermot Mulroney. Or, Dur- or Dylan McDermott. <laughs> or Dylan McDermott Moroni. <laughs> One of those dudes. Uh, so that would have been my six. My seven would have also been While You Were Sleeping, Ashley. So same number, <gasps> same movie. My number eight would have been Practical Magic. My nine is okay. The Proposal. And my ten would have been 28 Days. So okay. you guys mentioned say, pretty much all mine. I was so scared someone was going to pick Crash and I was going to have to not no, lately. No. <laughs> Can't do How did that win the Oscar that year? I... I had to explain uh, again on my consultation call about this podcast with my mother. And she was like, why isn't Crash on there? It won an Oscar. And I was like, but yeah, no one liked it, Mom. Why? No one yeah. liked that movie. Yes, yeah, the green book of the, was that the 2000s? Yeah. I never yeah. saw that one, so I don't know. Yeah, it's you not. You don't need to. I mean, it's not like That's it's what horrible. I hear. That's so why I'm not worried about it. It's not like it's horrible. It's just one of those movies that you're like, this. Who did it win over up? that year? Because I remember it was like a big deal that something lost and Crash won. Oh, it was crazy definitely to a think big it deal. Was Slumdog? No, that was no. Slumdog won. Slumdog won. Yeah. What was it? I don't remember. I have to look it up. You got Gerald E. Vamp. I'm gonna look it up. 
Right. Yeah, I'm looking. Oh, was this? Why is Wikipedia so hard to scroll? I mean, okay, it beat Brokeback Mountain, Capote. That's what it was. Good night and good luck in Munich. So I think it was Brokeback Mountain that everybody was like fucking what the, all yeah. up in arms about it losing. I don't know. I never saw that one either. Brokeback? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I never like I saw should. it. Oh, Brokeback's amazing. Is it? It's really good. Yeah. Really good. I mean, Angley. I've got a lot of shit on my watch list, but for some reason, I just keep rewatching Old Housewives. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like me with The Office. Dan gets. But I've got him. like, I've got a list of things that I'm watching currently. So I'm watching Thirty Rock. I was watching Party Down. I finished it, obviously. Fringe, um, The Handmaiden's Tale. Dan and I tried it again. We got through the first episode. Um, what the fuck else am I watching? Oh, Game of Thrones. I'm watching all of that stuff at the same time. Wow. You don't have time for Brokeback Mountain. I don't. Yikes. And then whatever Dan makes me watch for his fucking podcast. <laughs> all right, ladies. So we're going to head over to social media and open up the old suggestion box if you guys are cool. Let's see what some of the fans had to say over there. Give them some shout outs. So we'll start on Twitter. Now, you know, I just put this up today, guys, because uh, it was kind of a call to action at the last minute. Um, but when we get over to the Facebook page, I got a fun little tidbit. But on Twitter, Ooh. Top 5 Podcasts put up a nice little gift from Miss Congeniality. It's the one where she's like, you want to smooch me? You want to love me? You want to hug me? You want to kiss me? <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Movie Reviews and 20 Qs agrees with me on Gravity. They have a nice gift from Gravity that's scaring me just looking at it. <laughs> Um, now all restaurants are Taco Bell is the gift that Steve from Everything I Love from Movies yes. picked, which is obviously Demolition Man. Drew Hallam agrees with him on Demolition Man. The Hera Club podcast says Practical Magic. Let's see. Shane Beauregard mentioned one that we did not talk about tonight that I actually liked a whole lot, and it was my it's my number eleven. It just missed my top ten, but it's a movie called The Heat. What do you guys think of The Heat? That's a pretty recent. I didn't one. like it. I don't like Melissa McCarthy at all. I'm sorry. I don't either. Oh, I you don't like it. Oh, I, I saw thought it was funny. she was coming out. No, I couldn't. I tried. I couldn't. <laughs> okay. I, she yeah. just, I guess we'll skim past that one then, <laughs> but I liked it. Uh, let's see. Brian from Take Two says, while you were sleeping. He's a big Sandra Bullock fan, so it's interesting that's his number one, but that's the one he picked. Colby Mack has his top five here. He says, number five is Demolition Man, Miss Congeniality, Practical Magic, Love Potion number nine, and his number one is The Proposal. Woo, Colby told me my answers. (laughs) (laughs) And the movie seller on Twitter has got a nice gif of speed with her driving the bus. Nice. And then, uh, let's see, the last one I'll mention on Twitter is Karina. She says, 28 days, mostly the entire cast, but 28 days also not to be confused with 28 days later. (laughs) I think that movie has not gotten enough love because people go Google it and they don't know what they're doing. And they find the zombie stuff, right? Yeah, you might might be right. All right, so over on the Facebook fan page, Emily, you got some nominations over there. People were like, hit up Emily from... (laughs) And I'm like, all right. So, but I put up a call to arms. I said, hey, you know, we're going to be recording our... Sandra Bullock top five for a patron like who should co-host blah 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 and of course my girl Ashley stepped up and then people started nominating you so we actually got 58 comments because people <gasps> motherfucker people I guess yes. people I guess didn't read the thing and they were giving me their favorite movies and I'm like guys I'm asking for a co-host <laughs> I don't want you to give me your list right now but I thought it'd be cool to kind of go through some of them let's see if there's any that haven't been mentioned so uh Leah uh, my good friend Leah and then Michael Hill's been on the show before they both mentioned one that we have not mentioned which is Hope Floats what do you guys think of that one? Uh, the only good part about about that movie, fuck, I've had three drinks, is when they do the little song part. I forget what the fucking song is. God damn it. Now, remember, Michael loves you. He's the one that said you were really funny the other night. Remember you said you Do you were... know how happy that made me? I uh, know. Oh, you God. ran in the kitchen and told Dan, so be careful. I did. I was so excited. Mm. Oh, now I can't remember the fucking Cheers. song. Do you like Hope Float someone? I can't. Uh, n- no, because there's a child in it who's precocious, and I don't like that. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. I haven't there. seen that one in a long time. I do love Harry Connick, though. I do, too, and I just wish... The kid is just always there, like, I'm here, too. Go away, I'm trying is, to watch a movie. She's Bernice Matisse. <laughs> oh. Bernice. Uh, let's see, Brian Loy. I love Brian Loy sauce. He's, uh, if, if I was gay, he's my dream man. All right, so uh, my one through five... He said his one through five is Miss Congeniality. Yeah. That's it. That's his top five, so uh, <laughs> he didn't put a whole lot of effort into it, but I, I, I agree with him. It's a great movie. Justin has Brian, don't let him find out where you live, brother. 
<laughs> that's good. Don't do it. Good advice. Justin, his buddy over at Epic Film Guys, says there's a bomb on the bus in all caps. I think we know he's referring to speed. So let's see if there's any more that have not been mentioned, guys. Bear with me for one second. Oh, and then there's my girl, Ashley, saying she's going to co-host with me. Patrick Sherwood. And then a whole bunch of guests. Yeah, a whole bunch of guests, probably from Housewives. Patrick Sherwood, who I love, he's always commenting every week. He's got uh, Bird Box up there. What did you guys think of Bird Box? I wasn't a huge fan of that, to be honest. What did you guys think? Um, I went into it cold, so I didn't know what I was watching, because Dan was watching it for his podcast, and I I don't know. I, I don't know if I was prepared for what i was about to watch i just kind of went into it like whatever he says we're watching we're watching emily what do you think of bird know. box i i liked it a lot i watched it i think it came out like around the holidays so i was at home with my family and my dad the entire time was like that couldn't happen that couldn't happen because <laughs> uh, so that was annoying and i was bummed by the as much as sandy is my number one the little amount of Sarah Paulson we were teased with was very odd to me. And I kept waiting for that to like play out and it didn't. And I really just want to see her eyes. I want to see them. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, I was, it. I was a huge fan and proponent of the quiet of a quiet place. And I don't know. I just felt like bird box. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it messed me up. Like I was like, okay, you know, this stick's already kind of been played or whatever. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I, I did, uh, a half fair. hour of myself talking about why Bird Box is better than A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. But in the Sandra Bullock canon, it is not my favorite. But as a horror movie, I I like it. I liked what it was doing. But yeah, it was one of those ones where it ends and you go, oh. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just kind of like okay for me, I guess. But I do love her, obviously. So I do wish I'd seen her eyes, though. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Y'all, so, y'all. Yeah. The song from Hope Floats was I Can't Get Next to You. Okay. Oh, can't get next to you, girl. You're mm. blowing my mind Bernice yeah Bernice (laughs) get over here (laughs) and the last one I'll mention because I love this dude he comments every week David Powell he's got here's his list Bird Box Gravity A Time to Kill The Thing Called Love and then a movie called Infamous that I don't think I know Emily, she do you was, know Infamous? Yes. It was the Capote movie that wasn't Capote. Okay. And came out in, I think, 2006, and she played Harper Lee. In theaters? And, uh, yeah. Wow, I don't even, I don't think I've ever even fucking heard of that. <laughs> I think it was very, I think it was very small, but she, she did a really good job, but it just, you know, if you've seen Capote and then you watch that, you're kind of like, oh, all right. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go, guys. So that was our top five Sandra Bullock movies. I love Sandra Bullock, and I love these two ladies for coming on and, and discussing that with me. Thank you both so much. Emily from Tasteless, why don't you tell everyone you've never been on the show before. Tell them where they can find you, where, where they can look you up. Oh, boy. You can find me at Tasteless Pod, where I, I compare movies. Like, I say why Bird Box is better oh, than oh A Quiet Place. Uh-huh. I say why. I, I compare a movie that's, like, critically acclaimed versus a movie that maybe didn't get as much love. So I said why Miss Congeniality 2 is better than Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Or why, if you're looking for a movie where someone is trying to kind of honor their child and go into the woods, don't watch The Revenant. Watch Troop Beverly Hills. Mm. You know, (laughs) just important thematic uh, suggestions. And so if you want to go to to any of my social, look up Tasteless on any pod app. You should be able to find it. And then we can fight about it. I've only gotten one death threat. Okay. Well, that's good. And that that was because I said Country Strong is better than A Star is Born. Oh, yeah. Someone said they wish I had hung myself. And I was wow. like, "Who you're listening. Wow. <laughs> that seems like a drastic response. Uh, well, you're doing God's work out there, Emily. Thank you so much for uh, opening everyone's eyes over there. And thank you so much for coming on the piece for the first time. I hope I have you back soon, okay? Please. This has been a delight. Absolutely. Ashley, you're back. Uh, I don't back. I don't know what number this is, but I want to say it's like eight or nine or ten. Some, something in that range, probably. I think it's seven, oh, okay. maybe eight. All right, well. It's something like that. I think Dan and I were both tied at six when we did. Yeah. And, whatever and that the was like Christmas best... time or last Christmas. So it's been a minute. Th- You've done yeah, at least three more since then, right? I mean, you're all, all the fucking time. I don't know. I can't remember. Well, anymore. I love having I you. Probably stop drinking and podcasting. I love having you. We're about to discuss party down right after this on your show. I know. Right after this, you and I so, are recording for rabbit ears. Well, I'll try. So rabbit ears. Tell them. Is yeah. Monthly. You can search for Rabbit Ears TV podcast in any of your podcatching apps. Um, 
If you this comes out when Gerald? Well, you I, you know what? I was actually going to ask you when does Party Down come out? Because I'll put this Party out Down with is that. coming out a week from today, so the seventeenth will be Party Down. Oh, yeah. never mind. This isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I could put it out like the week after maybe. So I'll put it's it fine. out like the end of April. How about that? So if you haven't listened to the Rabbit Ears episode and you want to hear more of me and Gerald berating each other, then check out Rabbit Ears TV pod. And if you don't know what Party Down is, get your ass up on Hulu and check it out because that's where it is. Oh, yeah. Or stars I even. Was, I was weird to Ryan yeah. Hansen once in person. Oh, yeah? I said I something weird to him. What'd you say? I think I just was like, uh... I'm such a fan. <laughs> something cool. Just something cool. What were you a fan of his from? Like, I only knew him from Two Broke Girls, kind of, before this. Veronica Mars. Oh, see, oh, I didn't watch right. Veronica Mars. I've seen, Mars, like, four yeah. episodes of Veronica Mars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Party Down, same writer as Veronica Mars. That's that? right. Great yeah. show. There you go. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate it. And thank you, Sandra Bullock. I'm sure you're listening. Yes. So I want, we Sandra want to make sure to thank you. Sandra Bullock. Sandra. Sandra or Sandra? I know. I say Sandra because I'm very sophisticated. What, what is it? Emily. I think it's Sandra. It's Sandra, I, sure. If that's not the case, I'm going to be, my whole world is going to be too No, it probably is now. Sandra. I'm usually wrong, well, so it probably her friends, is. Her friends call her Sandy. Yeah, there so, you go. So, San, so Sandra. You know. Yeah. They're calling her Sandy now. Sandy. <laughs> Thank you for ending this on such a good note for me, guys. I hope she's not listening now. Uh, I appreciate it, ladies. You guys are the best. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I'll talk to both of you guys soon, okay? Thank you for listening. Two Peas is an independent podcast. We rely on donations from our executive producers in order to release new content weekly. We would like to give a special thanks to all of our current producers, Kathy Ross, Dan Brennick, Caleb Brownlee, Justin Esquivel, Becca Seekpark, Daniel Henderson, Michelle Dato, Tony Dabish, Paul Prezula, Chris Yaney, and Julio Mendoza. If you would like to become an executive producer and help us continue to release great content, please visit Two Peas on a Pod at patreon.com or check out the show notes for this episode. Again, thank you for listening.